Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Water Glue Podcast. <laughs> We're your hosts, Ben and Indigo. And apparently, we've got a major case of the giggles today. Again. Yep. It's so funny. I love it. Yeah. It's been like giddy school children. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. I, I really like it. Yeah. It's like one of my favorite states to be in. Oh, yeah, the carefree. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes. So uh, today, today's episode is going to be about boundaries. Yes, I'm surprised we haven't done this one yet. Yeah, yeah. But it feels relevant. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Like, every time I mention something about boundaries on, on like, Twitter, Mm -hmm. (laughs) there's always somebody that comes at me being like, well, that's not spiritual. Oh, God. Yeah, well, it's not... That's a great manipulation tactic <laughs> to get you to do what they want based off of their definition of spirituality. Yes, yes. That's a boundary for me. You're not going to define my experience for me. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, just the other day, I mean, not to like call anybody out or anything, but like just, I think it was yesterday, I said something about boundaries and somebody was like, yeah, but boundaries keep you trapped in a lower vibration. And I'm like, that is the opposite of my experience. Right. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, no, my boundaries have been what like provided me the safe space to rise. Yes. That's wild. Yeah. That anybody would think that. Yeah. It's kind of weird. I mean, I guess, you know, everybody has their own experience. So maybe for them, it brings them down. And yeah, for us, it's the opposite. Yeah, it, well, I mean, with, with, like, my experience, it was, like, freaking hard to yeah. set the boundaries. It took you, know? you a minute to learn how to do that. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, I don't know. It's, it's, Even it's with just, me. Especially yeah. with me. Yeah, especially with you. Yeah. I, I have no problem setting boundaries with people that I don't really um, know particularly well. Right. Just, like, some random strangers, like, hey, fuck you. I'm like, no, bye. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah, you struggled a little with with uh, enforcing boundaries with me. And, and the thing with boundaries in a relationship like that, or a marriage in our case, is that uh, it if you're with somebody who is learning how to enforce boundaries or figuring out where their boundaries are, you got to learn how to read your partner. Like for the longest time, I didn't even know that I was crossing boundaries because he didn't know how to enforce them. And as he started figuring out what his boundaries were, I started learning how to read his body language and how he speaks and Mm -hmm. how he responds and reacts uh, to me. So it's like, we kind of figured out our boundaries together. Like I could tell when I crossed one because you could get a little anxious yeah. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. Let me back off and give you some space so you can work that out. You know. Yeah. It's yeah. all about respecting each other and loving each other enough to work that out together. Right. Exactly. And I know for me, like, um, a lot of the reason that I didn't know how to um set and enforce boundaries is because I didn't know what mine were. Same. Yeah. And uh, like, I don't know. I, I think we're not really. Uh, you know, everybody's experience is different, right? Right. But, yeah. Like, in, in my case, um, they, I didn't know about boundaries up until fairly recently, you know, mm-hmm. um, it, it, it was just like, um, I don't know, like growing up and like the, the friendships and relationships that I had in the past, it was all just like, people just do whatever to you. And if you have a problem with it, then that's your problem. Right. Well, which, which is, I mean, it is true, but. Right. But you if, have the right to say no. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. that's what I struggled with was like saying no to people that I cared about. Right. You know, but you have to be able to respect yourself enough to be like, no, this is not something I'm interested in engaging in. I'm done. Mm-hmm. You know? Yes. And if they truly care about you, then they'll respect that without question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like all of the, all of the relationships that I've had in the past, um, not just romantic ones, but like friendships too, mm-hmm. you know, anytime something came up where I, uh, I wasn't comfortable with something, um, the, the other person took it as a huge problem. Yeah. You know, it's like, how hey. dare you have your own feelings on the matter? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, Hey, this thing is, uh, I, I, I don't like it. It's, I, I'm, I'm not comfortable with this. And the, the, the reaction is anger. You know, right. 
And yeah. like, how, how dare you be such a horrible person that you're not going to accept emotional abuse. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's just, no. Yep. You know, like. For me, uh, I didn't even know what boundaries were until recently, too, a couple years mm-hmm. ago, a few years ago, four years ago, something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Time's weird. Yes. Uh, I just bebopped along. I didn't understand that other people had boundaries. I didn't know that I was supposed to have boundaries. And it wasn't until I understood how to enforce boundaries that I started getting better. Like yeah. I started feeling better. I started feeling freer. Mm-hmm. You know, I understood. Okay. This, you know, energetic connection, energy exchange, I either need to learn how to properly protect myself and keep my energy high when I'm around denser energies, or I just need to straight up set boundaries and say no. Right. And that's so important to be able to say no to things that don't make you feel good. Right. Like, it's okay to help people when you want to but if it takes away from you and makes you feel worse then why would you like if you have to feel worse for somebody else to feel better that is not an energy exchange that's a energy vampire they're taking your energy from you which is why you're feeling worse and worse and worse instead of feeding back and forth right you know i help you you help me you know whatever in that kind of situation. It's not always transactional like that. But right. when you your energy is depleting while you're helping someone or interacting with someone, that's that's an indication that a boundary <clears throat> has been violated. Right. Yeah. And you know, it's 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 important to kind of like tell the difference between different types of um energy drain, mm-hmm. so to speak. Like yeah. um uh, I, I think of things um, in physical terms a lot because, mm-hmm. you know, that's what we're familiar with. Right. right. Yeah. And, you know, everything is all one. So, you know, metaphor works really, really well for communicating a lot of these ideas. Right. And one of the things that I, I kind of realized was that w- when it comes to things like boundaries and, you know, helping people versus uh, killing yourself for other people. Right. Um, yeah. It, it's kind of like... Um, physical activity right Mm -hmm. like working out yeah uh like you want to get stronger you don't just jump in and try to bench like a thousand pounds right because you're gonna hurt yourself right yeah you got to (laughs) work up to it yeah strength training yes exactly and you you also have to know your limits Mm -hmm. you have to you have to be aware of the difference between um the type of uh discomfort that comes along with building muscle versus the type of discomfort that goes along with like torn ligaments right and stuff right because <laughs> if you yeah. just try to push through and do it anyway it doesn't end well right somebody ends up hurt yep yeah exactly mm-hmm. exactly yeah. So in, and then also as above, so below, like mm-hmm. if you enforce health, if you have strong, strong boundaries in the physical world, then you also have strong, strong boundaries energetically. Yes. So like if somebody's trying to fuck with you energetically, it's just like, what? Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. a baby fart. Like it's <laughs> yeah. nothing. It's yeah. nothing to you when you have, when you know who you are and you enforce strong boundaries, you're protected on every level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, the more you take care of yourself, the more that ripples out into every other dimension. Right. Every other fractal or facet of that. Yes. And that's something I struggled with for a long time was like the the idea that in order to actually be there more for peop- the people that you care about and want to help, mm-hmm. the more you have to take care of yourself. Right. Yes. Which like, I don't know, I had like this weird programming that it was like selfish. <laughs> And all yeah. of this shit to, well, yeah, to actually I, take care of myself. We're taught that putting yourself first is selfish. But the the bottom line is without you, there are, are no others. Mm-hmm. Like if you're not there because you didn't take good care of yourself, then you're not going to be able to be of service to anybody else because you won't exist. Right. Exactly. So it's actually a healthy selfish to make sure that you are well taken care of mentally, energetically, mm-hmm. physically on every level. Yeah. So that you could be your best self for others yeah. and for yourself. Mm-hmm. And also, like, it feels good. It feels yeah. good to be healthy on every level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I mean, just like, just imagine like a firefighter that like never works out and doesn't eat enough and doesn't get enough sleep and mm-hmm. doesn't take care of themselves. How, how effective are they going to be at saving people's lives right. in that condition? Yep. Not very. No, they're going to pass out the moment they get to a, yeah, exert any sort of energy. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, like, it's not selfish to take care of yourself. Right, exactly. And that and that's something that really needs to be drilled into people's minds. Like, mm-hmm. we have been, it's an inversion, like, being upside down from what is actually right side up. See, when you're upside down, you think upside down is right side up. And then you turn right side up and you're like, holy shit, I was upside down. <laughs> Everything is actually opposite of what I thought it was, yep. including self-care. Yes. Like you are actually the center of your universe, not everybody mm-hmm. else's, yours, yep. right? Yeah. So you need to make sure that that's well cared for Yeah. and, and taken care of, yeah. and then you can help others. Yes. But- that's a boundary, at least for people who understand these higher truths. Like, don't expect to be the center of the universe to someone else because that's asking them to hand you their power. Right. Like, your power is the fact that you are the creator of your reality. You are the one shaping your experience. Yeah. And the whole thing about being the center of the universe, um, that's actually true in physics. Like, in a... Like, uh astronomy right Mm -hmm. cosmology i should say not astronomy i'm not familiar with that area okay like like, uh you know people talk about the observable universe right okay yeah 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 well i mean we don't know how big the actual universe is because we can't see that far right yeah We, we can the farthest we can theoretically see with like current understanding of physics is um like the microwave background radiation from uh, uh, when the Big Bang started to cool off, right? That's crazy. Yeah. And, and you know, we, we can see some of that stuff with some of the technology we have. Right. Yeah. And it's like, well, um, where is the center of that? Wherever you're observing from. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's, sorry. It's, I could just like, <laughs> space is fake. I oh, could just oh, like yeah. hear somebody doing that. Yes. Anyway. Doesn't matter. I could be talking about Superman. Superman's fake too. Right. Doesn't mean it's, there's no truth in it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's I, like, I don't agree with the space is fake thing. I don't but, agree with it like, either. And even matter. like, I mean, if you want to say space is fake, then we could go ahead and say everything's fake. Because, yeah, yeah. you know, like, wh- mm, if you want to be with the space is fake crowd, then go hang out with the space is fake crowd. We like to believe that space is real. Yes. So, we're going to speak with the spaces real people. I just don't, un- I don't get it yeah. anyway. But anytime I get like people like jumping down my throat about that, I just remember this uh, Carl Jung quote, all fanaticism is repressed doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. When you feel the need to force other people to accept your belief or your viewpoint as their own, it's because some part of you is doubting what you believe. Yep. And and that's hard to accept. That was really hard for me. No, actually, it wasn't that difficult. Yeah. It actually wasn't that difficult for me to accept that. It was uh shocking mm-hmm. when I when I realized that. I was like, "Oh, snap." <laughs> the only reason I'm trying to force others to believe what I believe is because I don't actually fully believe what I believe. And then I figured out what I believe and now I don't need anybody else to believe it with me. I'm just like, "Yeah, I know this to be true. If you don't, that's cool." Yeah. Like your experience may be different. Mm-hmm. You might live in a different reality. Yeah. That's cool. Bet it's cool over there. I like mine. I'm going to chill here. Yes. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. That was a big one for me realizing mm-hmm. that like, and that's a boundary for me. Like if you need me to validate your belief for you, it's not, it's never going to happen. Right. I'm not going to validate your belief for you when my experience proves your belief inaccurate right my personal experience will always trump what i'm being told to think Mm -hmm. period yep and that's a truly free thinker that's a truly open mind like i will entertain it i i i actually get sometimes when a person can talk about their beliefs without trying to force me to agree 
to them. Mm-hmm. I love that because I want to hear all about other perspectives and viewpoints. Like yeah. I want to hear what your experience has been, but mm-hmm. if you need me to validate your experience for you, then you don't yet understand that everybody has their own experience and they're slightly different. Right. And no, I'm just not interested in that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's been really, really helpful for me to like kind of shift my perspective on beliefs to basically, um, I don't know, kind of in the field of epistemo- epistemology, mm-hmm. like the, the study of truth. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I know for sure is that my interpretation of my subjective experience is a particular way. Right. Um, and that's fine. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I don't like cling to, to beliefs too much. Right. Like I'm, I, I I'm firm in my, uh, understanding of what, uh, what my experiences are and right. my interpretation of my experiences. Right. Um, but firm, but flexible. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. like, you know, like a willow tree. Mm-hmm. It's very flexible. So when the wind gets strong, it's not going to break. Right. You can just bend. But it's going to bend. Yep. And yep. boy, <laughs> can I get down with the willow tree vibe? Yes. <laughs> like I've been bent pretty fucking far without breaking. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, that's another thing that creates strong boundaries. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and that's another thing is like, not all your boundaries have to be like firm. Right. Like you can bend them. Yeah. And you can have soft boundaries. Like, yeah. this is not something that I'm comfortable with right now. Right. And, you know, some, sometimes they move. Sometimes you find new ones. Right. You know? Yeah, and each experience with each person is slightly different. Like, you may have hard boundaries with one person that are soft boundaries with another. It goes with the level of respect of the other person as well. Yeah. Like, if, if, if you're interacting with somebody who is extremely respectful naturally... Mm-hmm. then you won't have to have strong boundaries because they already know not to cross them. Right. Like there are certain boundaries that you just don't cross. Yeah. It should be common knowledge. You just <laughs> don't do that. But some people are still learning mm-hmm. and sometimes boundaries have to be enforced in a hard way. Yes. 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 <laughs> and that's, I don't know, that's been something that took me a bit of getting used to was like, um, a lot of times when you try to set boundaries with people, you'll encounter a lot of resistance. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. And When uh, they don't want to respect them. Yes, exactly. It's like, well, your boundaries are a problem. And I'm like, well, uh, too fucking bad. Yeah. <laughs> if my boundaries are a problem, go somewhere else. Yes. It's that simple. Yep, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but anyway, I guess, like, if you encounter resistance with setting reasonable boundaries, um, don't back down. Because right. when you back down on boundaries, you're sp- very explicitly telling the other person that they are allowed and entitled to walk all over all of your boundaries. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. And you, uh, you, I've encountered that with people in the past where it's like they crossed a boundary knowing that they crossed a boundary. And I made it very clear that that was not okay. I wasn't okay with it. I took some time to work through it and then I gave them a second chance and then they did it again Yes, and you know sometimes you could go ahead and give a second chance if it's worth it to you sometimes you just gotta walk away and be done yeah you know there's certain boundaries you don't cross yeah and like so far I've always given people a second chance and um (laughs) never uh it it never worked out (laughs) yeah yeah I'm learning I'm you know like while I spent that year in singularity, mm-hmm. that year or so, however long it was, I was like, I was just like, I love everyone. You know, anything goes, whatever's meant to happen is meant to happen. But now that I'm like settling into, you know, uh, blending singularity with the human experience, yeah, I'm learning that like, it's okay to not give second chances. Yeah. And, and that's fine. And it's okay to say no to things that you don't want to do, mm-hmm. even if you can. Right. Like it's, it's okay to be a bitch sometimes if you have to, like, I don't <laughs> yeah. see it as being a bitch. I see it as being uh, a self-loving person. 
right. who wants to make sure that they're well taken care of first. Yes. But, you know, if somebody else needs to interpret that as me being a bitch, then I'm fine with that. Like, yeah. that's your problem. Yes. Not mine. Exactly. <laughs> and I know that, like, for, for me, it was like, um, you know, a, a lot of that, like, singularity stuff, like, everything is always like it should be. You should yeah. respect everyone's, uh, uh, respect everyone for where they're at, all that stuff. <clears throat> it took me a while to figure out that that should apply to me, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. love everyone, including yourself. Right. Yep. And like, I don't know. Self-love is a game changer. Yes. It really is. It really is. It really is. And and like, um, I, um, where was it going? <laughs> Sorry. You were saying, saying extend the love you have for everyone else to yourself. Yes. Yes. Um, I, I, like, you know whatever is meant to happen will happen, including me setting boundaries. Right. You know? Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's been really interesting to kind of, <laughs> kind of go through that process, you know, like of learning where your boundaries are as well mm -hmm. as how to enforce them. You know, sometimes yeah. you enforce them just by informing the person like, Hey, you crossed a boundary. I'm not comfortable with that. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you got to enforce it by completely cutting them out of your life. Yeah. And it is what it is, you know, like you got to make sure that you're taken care of first and yes. foremost above all else. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. And, <laughs> and that, that, I don't know. I struggled with that a lot. Oh yeah. 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 You, yeah. Until you, this past year, especially you've gotten so good at making sure that you're okay. And I'm so proud of you for that because uh, for anybody who doesn't know Ben, like before he went through this process of self-discovery and becoming who, you know, he truly is, uh, he was a pushover. Yeah. You know, like you and that because you enjoyed it, like mm -hmm. he enjoys being in service to others, enjoys making other people feel good, enjoys uh, seeing other people happy, even if it was at his own expense. But now you've learned how to do that while making sure that you are also happy and that mm -hmm. you are also getting the love you deserve and, you know, making sure that it's a two-way street and not just depleting you. Right. Which is funny. Like, I, when I, before I became aware and had self-realization was like, well, if he's going to do it for me, fine. <laughs> you know, I had to learn how to be like, no, 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 I can do this. Like, I know you want to do all this stuff for me, but I can do it. Like, mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm good. I can do it. You know, and we kind of learned how to balance each other out in that way. Yeah. Like the scales would tip, you know, sometimes you were doing more than you should have and I was mm -hmm. doing less than I should have. And, and then sometimes, you know, yeah, it was a balance. It's a dance learning how to balance the opposites. Yes. Uh, one thing that kind of helped me, um, with, with <laughs> that was coming to the realization that, uh, by trying to do everything myself was uh, me, me trying to do everything myself was doing a disservice to both of us. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Cause it got to the point where I was just like, yeah, sure. If you want to do everything, go ahead. And then I saw how it was made. It was depleting you. You were looking sick. Like, mm -hmm. and I was like, Oh shit, he's not enforcing boundaries. Like he's not telling, you know, He's not telling me, hey, I need, you know, I need help anyway. Yes, but we got yeah. it all balanced out, you know? Yeah. Like, I see. Uh, that's what I'm talking about with with boundaries and balancing in a relationship. You have to be able to read your partner. Like, right. especially while your partner is learning who they are, learning where their boundaries are, learning their strengths, their weaknesses. You're doing the same thing. And at the same time, both of you are learning how to read the other person. Like, mm -hmm. what do you need? I don't, you because... Know, Sometimes I see that you need something and I'm like, what do you need? He's like, I don't know. And, and yeah. I'm like, okay, well, let's talk through it and see if we can figure out what you need. And mm -hmm. sometimes it's a boundary and sometimes it's something from me or whatever. Mm -hmm. But over time we've learned, we've really learned how to read each other on that. And we don't even really have to talk anymore. I'm just like, oh, you need, you go have a smoke, go, you know, <laughs> take some you time, yes. do what you got to do. Yeah. And the funny thing is that like, as, as you learn that kind of thing, um, it becomes easier to do that with yourself. Right. You know, because like I, I have boundaries with my brain, <laughs> you know, 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like oh yeah, uh, boxing so, thoughts. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like it's. I mean, not exactly. It, it, it's more like I don't know. Like sometimes, um, sometimes my brain tries to tell me things that are not true mm-hmm. that I know are not true, mm-hmm. and the the way i the way i interact with it when it when it starts getting like that it's basically like listening to a toddler yep right like yeah. okay i don't believe a word you're saying but go on <laughs> right yeah <laughs> this is interesting yes nice story yep yeah yep. i've i've dealt with that a lot mm-hmm. like the inner narratives and the intrusive thoughts and the shadow just loves to try to get you into some trouble like yeah. whispering little nothings like hey this person hates you like no you have no evidence to prove that so maybe you should just tell it to be quiet and go away yeah i mean mine has always been about like hey here's all the reasons that you are a terrible person oh yeah that too yeah and you know i'm just like nah nah thanks but no yeah yep Mm -hmm. and it's okay to do that boundaries with yourself Mm -hmm. like uh I, yeah, whatever, you know, like yeah. I, I, I do that with intrusive thoughts. Like, like you were saying, like, sometimes your brain will be like, you're a terrible person because X, Y, Z, or this person doesn't like you because X, Y, Z. It's okay to just be like, no, no, I'm not going to entertain that thought. I'm right. going to think about something happy. And yes. and that's something for a long time. I didn't know that you could actually do that's mental control. Mm-hmm. That's mastery of the mind to be able to cut a thought off, not accept it and be like, nope, I'm not going to entertain that. And then change the inner dialogue, change the inner narrative to something positive. This is much easier said than done. Yes. And <laughs> it's, it's hard sometimes. Yeah. It's I, really hard sometimes. Yes. I, I, that's one of those things that I didn't realize was um, not common. Yeah. You know, no. Cause I, like, I've, I've been very familiar with my inner mental landscape since I was a little kid. Yeah. See, not <laughs> so me. I've, I've had like, a lot of practice with a lot of this stuff. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know. I just, I, I never really realized um, that it's not very common to have that mental control yeah and and like awareness of your own mind yeah your mental processes yeah see i didn't get that at all until 2019 when i had that spontaneous enlightenment moment or Mm -hmm. kundalini i don't even know it it was just a moment of all knowing and i was like whoa (laughs) holy cow i can just like not agree to to all this stuff going on in my head and just be like nah mm mm-mm it's yeah. wild. Yeah. See, I had no idea. I, just, I was just bebopping along the narrative, mm-hmm. the narratives, weaving narratives yeah. unintentionally, unknowingly. And in that moment, I had the revelation like that you've been living with your whole life, knowing that you can do that. Yeah. And I was like, well, this is a lot to untangle. <laughs> it's going to take a minute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like, I don't know, uh, the whole thing with like thoughts. And boundaries, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, with my experience, it uh, trying to push them away doesn't work. Um, right? Yeah. Is it just like blocking them out and pushing them away? Is eh, that they for me that usually winds up with it just getting like um, sort of squished into my subconscious? Yeah. Eh, yeah. <laughs> which is not fun. Yeah, I I guess it's different for everyone. Yeah. Like yeah. for me, sometimes I can cut it off and it just goes away. Mm-hmm. And if in the 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 kind of rule that I've given for myself is that if it comes back, then there's something there that needs to be dealt with or worked through. Yeah. But it sometimes it's just an intrusive thought. It might be mine, might be someone else's. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like bah, 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 bah. like a cat. Just no. <laughs> No, not right now. Yes. <laughs> yep. That makes sense. Send it, on, send it on its way. I used to visualize putting a leaf in a river and yeah. watching it float away. Like, there were times where I'd put, like, 50 leaves in the river at the same time. Like, just like, get the fuck out of here. Yes. Yeah. I did I did some similar stuff a while ago. And, yes, sometimes sometimes it got like that. For some reason, like after after I had that um, Kundalini awakening, I just haven't had any problems with getting stuck that much in my head. Um, Lucky. Yeah, yeah. 
after a lifetime of living in my head almost right. exclusively. Yeah, we kind of flip-flopped on that. Like, yeah. you now live more externally where I'm stuck in my head a lot, learning how to get out of it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't I don't entirely don't entirely understand, but you know, it's it's just fine. Uh, it's, it's just kind of weird. Like sometimes I can tell that I'm a little bit stuck in my head, but there are no thoughts attached to it. That's, right. that's a really weird feeling. Yeah. It's like I'm stuck in my head and it's empty. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, weird. yeah, yeah. That's usually when I like to do my like uh, oneness meditations mm -hmm. where I like I sit with my feet in the grass. I do a little prayer or whatever. Yeah. And I get into an alignment because when your mind is clear, that's where you that's when you can really get that straight line to source. Mm -hmm. Like and hear nature. You can hear the music of nature and it talks to you like you can feel the cosmos when you when for me anyway mm -hmm. that's just my experience when my mind is clear it's like music it's like everything is just perfect and you can feel the harmony of existence yeah I, i've been in that state before yeah but it, it had it was not connected to having a clear mind at all for me oh <laughs> see we have different experiences where that's concerned yeah yeah like, like when I'm stuck in my head and it's empty, that's just like, I don't know. It feels like being locked in a padded room for me. Oh, wow. Yeah. See, it's different. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's weird. Like I can, I can have like a pretty clear mind, but, um, and have some very positive experiences, but not when I'm stuck in my head. Right. It's like, yeah, no, it's, it's only when I'm like, um, I don't know. I allow the body body awareness to come in mm. and like subtle perceptions and stuff. Right. Yeah. But like that's kind of been a little bit uh, <laughs> shut down lately for some reason. But anyway, boundaries are important. We got a little <laughs> off topic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. 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 But like, I don't know. Uh, I know that a lot of people get uncomfortable with boundaries, like setting boundaries. And there's a lot of like, uh, sort of teaching in the spiritual community about how it's a terrible idea. Um, to have boundaries? Yeah. That's just freaking crazy to me. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay, it's go weird. on. But anyway, the, the way that I kind of look at it is like, um, if something is harmful for you, stop. Right. <laughs> just, just stop doing it. Right. That that includes like allowing people to treat you certain ways that are harmful for you. Right. Yep. Like, I don't know. Invest your energy in others who want to see you flourish, 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 not people who are going to encourage bad behavior. Right. Right. Exactly. It is like you, just, you have to know what you're OK with. Right. You have to pay attention to what you're feeling. And sometimes like learning what you're OK with means venturing into what you're not okay with like yeah. you got to go in real you know do some shit that maybe you didn't know you didn't want to do and then when you do it you're like oh that was a mistake i wish i hadn't done that and then you don't do it again right like that's part of learning yeah yeah exactly i've done that holy cow i've done that <laughs> a lot where i i'm like well won't do that again you know it's yeah. trial and error like, yes yes that's how you're gonna learn how to move on up yeah, exactly. And, you know, um, trust your experience over dogma. Yes, God, please. If yes. you, like, you know, we're talking about setting boundaries and stuff. If, if you set boundaries and you feel worse for it, maybe you shouldn't. Yeah. Maybe it's just not for you. Exactly. Yeah. You can set a boundary against setting boundaries. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's whatever. And, and yeah. that's the thing about boundaries is like you're going to gravitate towards other people who have boundaries that mesh with your boundaries like i don't know how to it basically when you figure out what your boundaries are and you enforce them if the people around you are not okay with that those are not your people right. and it's an indication from source from the universe from god from whatever you want to call it from your spirit guides that your time with that person is now over yes and it's time to walk away and it will be replaced with somebody who will probably appear to be better for to you from your perspective. Doesn't mean they're better than the other person, but 
they're the kind of person who's going to vibe with you. Their yes. boundaries and your boundaries will be similar. So it's going to feel more comfortable to be around somebody who will respect your boundaries than a person who was not okay with your boundaries. So these are ways that you can read like where you're supposed to go. Right. Like, you know, your time is done with somebody when it doesn't feel good to be around them. Right. Like when you feel worse and worse and worse, it'll only get worse. Yes. Like if your time is meant to be done with that person, then your the time you spend with that person is going to get increasingly more uncomfortable. Yes. Yes. And, you know, there, there's um, uh, sometimes um, any kind of um, uh, dynamic between multiple people, you're going to run into some kind of rough patches. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. It's it's important. And, you know. Uh, if I don't know when we were first starting on this whole thing, um, we had a lot of triggers that we didn't know about. Yeah, right? they yep. came up, and we had to work through them. Mm-hmm. And, and we faced every single one. That's how we resolved that. Yes, exactly. And that's that. I think is the important key. Is is like when when people are committed to growing together, mm-hmm. then you just know that you're going to work it out. Yeah. You know, it doesn't even if you get triggered and and snap or lash out, you mm-hmm. know, especially if it's two mindful people like yeah. he's lashed out. He's he's snapped never in a more harmful way than, you know, it's never been abusive ever, period. But you've mm-hmm. had moments and I have too, And it's like, I love you enough to know that you would never do that on purpose, right. like with intent to do harm. You would never do that with intention to hurt. So I know, okay, he has something coming up. We should work through that together. Yes. Like, that's just how it works. And if your partner has, oh, God, I don't want to say like, oh, you're not meant to be with someone who can't do that because it it takes time to learn how to do that. Because there were times where when you would get triggered and lash out and it would trigger me and I would lash out and it could easily snowball and, and you could ping pong it back and forth. We did that never to, never ever to a state of abuse ever. Right. But we would ping pong triggers back and forth until we finally learned to set a boundary. We're like, okay, when we realize that we're ping ponging triggers, we need to just stop yeah, and, and take a minute and mm-hmm. go our separate, go our separate ways for a minute and sit alone, gather ourselves, figure out how it happened, trace back to the trigger and then talk through it. Yeah. Like that's a boundary too. I don't even remember what I was talking about, but apparently that's relevant. But yes, yes. yeah, like yeah. triggers and boundaries. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's okay to be like, I'm angry. I'm, I'm feeling angry, upset and triggered about this topic. I need a minute. That's yes. a boundary. And your partner should respect that. And you need to respect it for your partner. Like yes, your other half, you, you guys love each other. You mm-hmm. want it to work. So make it work. Right. As angry as you may get, just create your own little bubble to calm down mm-hmm. and then revisit the topic so that you could talk through it and work through it so that if the trigger comes up again, it's not as intense. And that's been my experience. Sometimes the trigger goes away completely when you heal the trauma that it's attached to. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it just gets easier and easier. Like the first time you get triggered, it feels like being struck by lightning. You're just like, ah, you know, just yes. the, the trauma response to that trigger. And then as you heal it, it gets softer and softer and softer until like now when I get triggered, which is very rare, actually, it just feels like a little twinge in my solar, mm-hmm. just like, boop. And I'm like, oh, that triggered me. (laughs) Holy cow, good one. That's hard to do. Yes. That's hard to do. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, you were saying it takes time, right? Yeah. Um, One other thing is that it also takes commitment on both parts. Yep. Both parts have to be wanting to make it work. Exactly. If even one of you don't, it's not going to. Exactly. And that, I think, is the most important thing. And that's something that, like... um, it always it's always taken me way too long to figure out when there is no commitment on the other end. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because, you know, everybody will tell you that, oh, yeah, sure. Sure, I'm definitely committed to making this work out, right? Mm-hmm. But then you, like, come up to some rough rough spots. And they dip and, out. And, well, no, no, in my case, it was just like, um, how dare you be the problem? 
Because you had an issue. Yeah. 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 And yeah, that, that, that's that been kind of a recurring thing for me. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. But you, you but, seem to be doing well with breaking that pattern. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're setting firm boundaries. Mm-hmm. And that's how you make that stop happening. Yeah. Like, uh, it's a reoccurring pattern in your relationships, but it's getting softer and softer the stronger that that boundary gets to the point where in your next one, you might not have that problem, which side note, by the way, in case anybody's confused, we're poly. Yes. We're married, but we also entertain other relationships. Yes, exactly. So, yeah, (laughs) I forget sometimes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, like it's, uh, uh, um, I, 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 I was going somewhere with that. And I have no idea. My bad. I was I'm going sorry. <laughs> I derailed your train. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, uh, okay. That's what I was saying. Like, um, commitment, right? Mm-hmm. Um, th- th- that kind of work can only work if both people are willing participants in the process. Right. You can't grow together if somebody's constantly cutting down your branches. Right. Yeah. It's like, um, we we like seeing each other more empowered yeah um like if i'm feeling down um seeing you feeling good makes me feel better and the same for me yeah and the yeah. same other way around and i have a lot of the um much less healthy relationships <laughs> that i've been in in the past it's like when i'm okay and they're not okay that's a problem right How dare you yeah yeah, 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 and I've seen that a lot. Like, I, I'm guilty of doing that in the past where, like, if I was feeling icky before mm-hmm. awareness, of course, BC as I call it, <laughs> <laughs> if I'm feeling icky, it would irritate me to see somebody else feeling happy and peppy. Mm-hmm. Now that I understand that that's an imbalance, you know, yeah. I'm like, uh, when I feel icky and I see you happy, it, it empowers me. I start mm-hmm. feeling better. Yeah. But yeah, it, 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 The situation he's kind of uh, referencing is like if your partner's cutting you down while you're feeling good Mm -hmm. or cutting you down when you're feeling bad, that's a problem. Yes. Like that's a control tactic Mm -hmm. and it's a way to assert dominance and control over you. And it's not okay. Right. That's a boundary for me. Some people are into that and that's fine. Like if that's your thing, cool. I'm not into humiliation. Yeah. Same. Same here. (laughs) Um, but yeah, like there's, um, some, uh, a, a, um, a telltale sign of someone not actually wanting to work things out is, um, uh, one thing that's happened with me quite a lot. Um, when you try to resolve an issue and they come up with a laundry list of other things. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if it's a situation where somebody has had been holding in too much stuff, maybe it, it's just like a one, one time thing where it's just like. I haven't been saying any of this now that you brought it up. Yeah. Here's a bunch of shit. Yeah. Which isn't particularly cool. I don't like it, but like, I don't know. It's understandable when somebody's learning how to express their concerns. Yes. Yes, exactly. But if it is a recurring pattern that every time you try to resolve an issue, 15 more get piled on, they're not interested in actually working things out. They are interested in making sure that you know that there is a problem. Right. And that problem is you, not them. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Instead of addressing your issue and talking about their issues as they arise. Mm-hmm. Instead of, uh, I talked about that on another podcast. I was dating a guy once that did that to me and I was like, whoa, we're done. Yeah. Like if you're going to hold in your issues with me until I bring one to your attention mm-hmm. and use it as ammo and a shield for accountability. Goodbye. Yes. yes. Accountability. Huge thing. Mm-hmm. Accountability is That's a boundary important. for me. Mm-hmm. If you if you need to make your fuck ups my responsibility, we can't be friends. Yes. <laughs> like yes. no. <laughs> yep. But yeah, there's just yeah. Pay attention. Pay attention. Especially especially in like um, heated moments. Um, That's what people yeah. people will show you um, what is actually going on. You know, yeah. a lot of times you have to look past the anger, right? Like yeah. a lot of times like heightened emotions come up and, you know, people, uh, I don't know. Like I, I, I have said some things in the past that was just like frustration and anger based. Right. I try not to. Yeah. But uh, there's truth but stemmed in them. Yes. There somewhere. is truth buried into inside of it. Right. 
Um, and if somebody just says something that is deliberately hurtful and mean, I would back away. Yeah. There is, there is absolutely um, no reason for that. Yeah. No excuse. I, I, yeah, same. Like, I, I have no interest in bonding with anybody who is intentionally hurtful to anybody. Right. That's a, that's a sign of control. It's a sign of insecurity. And it's just mean. Yeah. It's just mean. Yeah. Yeah. And, you I know, mean, yeah, no. You know, I think, I don't know. I guess the point is there, there's a, there is a difference between being understanding mm-hmm. and, um, just making excuses for people to treat you like shit. Yep. 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 Boundaries. Yes. Yes. Very important. I don't know why I'm feeling called to say this, but like, I feel like if you're in a group of friends, right? And one of the people is constantly disempowering people, right? Mm -hmm. That's a good opportunity to either set a boundary and be like, I'm not interested in taking part in that or be a guide and a teacher. Be like, why do you feel the need to put people down all the time? Yeah. I don't know. I just, that just came up for some reason. Like boundaries with your friends, mm-hmm. boundaries with yourself. Like, are you going to tolerate c- being connected to a bully? Right. Like that's an energy exchange. Mm-hmm. It's just something to think about. Yes. Like, I, I had, you know, that come up a couple years ago where, I had to walk away from a group of friends that I really enjoyed talking to uh, because they started targeting people online. They -hmm. started targeting people that they didn't like and wanted us to gang up on them. Yeah. And I was like, no, I'm not interested in taking part in that. No, Mm -hmm. thank you. And I walked away. Yep. That was a boundary for me because like everybody's learning, you know, Mm -hmm. we're all learning. We're all at our own levels of awareness, varying frequencies varying levels of awareness like even the people who have been extremely cruel to me it's like i just rather not engage than fire back yes you know i understand that they don't understand Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's easier to just accept that like okay you can believe what you want you could say what you want call me all sorts of nasty names i rather not engage with it i spent 30 years being mean as shit to myself. I don't need to hear it from anybody else. <laughs> exactly. Same. Boundary. Yeah. Yes. Mean girls, not interested. Yep. Yep. And that's some, that is something um, that uh, actually just now clicked for me. You yeah. were talking about energy exchange, right? Like, mm-hmm. do you want to be connected to a bully? Right. right? Um, <clears throat> I, I have, I have struggled most of my life with extremely, um, Getting into these spaces where uh, I get into extreme self-judgment, right? Yeah. And um, just thinking that everything I do is terrible. Mm -hmm. And um, I I, I just realized that the the pattern there is when I have close emotional connections with people who feel that way about me. Oh, it's like you're, you're feeling and hearing their thoughts on you. Yes. Yep. Yes. And yep. internalizing it. It's like a it's form like of can... telepathy, frequency, energy. You can read the energy and feel it. And if you aren't aware of that, you might think it's you thinking it about yourself when really it's someone close to you. Yep. Exactly. And yeah, uh, just be mindful. Like yeah. if, if you're around someone and you always feel bad about yourself while you're around them, um, it might not be, might not be you, you, yeah, it might be them. And, and in this situation, like you can use that as an opportunity to figure out why you would think those things about yourself. For me, I healed a shitload with that. And then when it continued, I was like, Hmm, wait a second. I'm awesome. Yeah. I'm amazing. Mm-hmm. I love myself. Why am I having these horrible thoughts? Oh, it's because I'm connected to somebody who doesn't like me. Yeah. And you cut that connection and mm-hmm. it goes quiet. It's nice. Yeah. It's, it's peaceful when yes. you get the secret haters out of your life. <laughs> yes. Or not so secret ones in some right. cases. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just something to think about. Yes. But yeah. I think like, um, man, I keep losing my train of thought. Like this, the, the kids <laughs> this are being really weird. wacky. They're supposed to be napping 
Yeah, and they're they are they're yelling not. instead. So I keep getting distracted by that. Yeah. I'm pretty too. sure they're <laughs> being dirty birds. Yes. Anyway. Anyway. Boundaries. Yes, yes. So yeah, boundaries with yourself, boundaries with others, boundaries in romantic relationships. Yeah, yeah. you know, like now that you mention it, since when it's just you and me and our energy, we get real lovey and mm-hmm. and peppy and hyper and excited when yes. it's just us. Yep. Yeah. And then you add the kids when they're tantruming and it gets weird. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it gets weird. Oh, that's that's what I was gonna say. Um I, I've had a lot of people, including the recipients of some boundaries, um try to tell me or imply that uh me having boundaries or uh enforcing boundaries, especially by cutting people off, means that I do not have unconditional love. Bullshit. Exactly. That's a manipulation tactic. It is. It is. And the thing is that, like, I I love everyone, even the people that I have had to cut out of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I I love everyone genuinely, and it you know sometimes setting those boundaries and cutting people out of my life uh, like physically hurts quite a lot. Yep. But I know I have to for me, and yep. uh, I am a little bit miffed that um. The, the, these particular individuals um, just absolutely refused to accept my boundaries yeah. and forced, basically backed me into a corner. Right. And I had to make a decision. Yeah. Um, still a little upset about, about some of those. Right. But like, it, it's it's not a lack of love. It is. No. It's, a it's a, balancing self-love. It's an abundance of self-love and yeah. it is a show of lack of love on their part that they can't respect the boundary. Yeah. Like you're doing what's best for you. Mm-hmm. And if they can't respect that, that's not cool. It's not a show of love at all. Yep. It's a show of control. Yes. Like you can't force somebody to be in your life when they don't want to be in your life. Right. Period. Exactly. And it also very it shows very clearly that when uh, they try to set boundaries, it's from anger or mm-hmm. hatred. Yep. Yeah. And not from actual self-love. From right. control. Very different things. Exactly. Boundaries yeah. are not about controlling and, other people. Boundaries are about protecting yourself and sometimes controlling other people's access to you. Right. That's it. And that's it. Yep. Yep. You cannot control anybody else's experience, period. Yeah. You can try, but all you're going to do is make them extremely uncomfortable and push them further and further away and likely ruin any chance at redemption if there even was any to begin with. Yes. Uh, There's, you know, people from my past that I've cut off that I know that I will never, ever speak to again. Mm -hmm. I love the shit out of all of them. Yep. I love them more than anything because they help shape me into who I've become. And I love myself mm-hmm. and I just genuinely love them period. Yeah. But I thrive when that connection is severed. Nothing wrong with them. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with them. They're incredible people. Our time together was just over. Yes. And that's it. Yep. Period. Yep. And that's just how this works. You know, like when you can feel and read energy, you just know when you're done. Mm-hmm. You know when it's time to start something new. You can feel it. And for me personally, I know that remaining connected to certain people would be detrimental on both parts. Yes. Like your life could completely fall apart if you don't walk away from this situation, period. Yes. I know that that's how source works. Mm-hmm. I know that's how energy works because I've lived through it. Remember that earlier when I was talking about sometimes you go, you got to go and do some stuff to realize that you probably shouldn't do it. Yes. That was one of those situations. Oh yeah. Yeah. Me too. Like I, I, there, there have been multiple times where I've, I've um, felt like my heart telling me, Okay, time to leave. Mm-hmm. Time to leave this uh, this connection behind, and I'd be like, "No, I can't do that. That would make me an asshole." Right. And you're then, more worried like, about the image of being an asshole or feeling like a jerk than the second one. <laughs> creating abundance for both parties involved. Sure. Yeah. Sometimes saying "see you later, goodbye" hurts. Mm-hmm. It sucks. You don't want it to end, but it has to. Right. Exactly. And that's just it. And. It, 
I know for me, having to say goodbye to some of my favorite people ever, uh, it's hard. I didn't want to. A few of them were really difficult to let go of. I didn't want to. Mm -hmm. But I, I understand that so long as that person is holding that spot, the one that is meant to be there, whether for a short time or forever, can't come right. into my life. Mm -hmm. So long as somebody is sitting in that spot, the energy to, of that role in my life cannot pull the one meant to be in my life into my life. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. And it's not a situation of like swapping out for better. No, <laughs> no, that's not what it's when we talk about this kind of thing, it, there's no value. Okay. It's not, it has nothing to do with better than or less than at all. Right. It's just different. Yeah. For, for the path that I'm on, the path that I want to go. Sometimes you got to say goodbye to certain people yeah. or see you later. They might show up reincarnated as the one that takes their spot. You never know. Time's <laughs> yeah. weird. Yes, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, you know, it's, it, it, I think it's just, it, it's important to like pay attention to yourself. Um, right. That whole, that whole like go within thing, you know? Yeah. Um, it, your, your energy, your body, your emotions, they, they, they all tell you things. You just have to listen to them. Sometimes yeah. you have to listen behind the background noise. Um, but yeah, but yeah, there's, there's always messages there. Mm -hmm. And literally like everything. It, yeah. If you feel like shit, something is trying to get your attention. Right. You yeah. Yeah. And, yes. and where you feel it will tell you a lot too. Like mm -hmm. uh, when you're first starting out, when you feel shitty, you know that you're in a situation that you probably shouldn't be in or something is out of alignment. And yeah. then as you advance and learn more and more and more, you, you'll understand that where you are feeling it on your physical body will actually tell you what you're dealing with, like what is out of alignment, mm -hmm. uh, where, and as you advance and become even more sensitive, you'll feel it in your energy body. You mm -hmm. can feel it in your chakras, which will tell you exactly you know, what emotion it's connected to, what person it might be connected to, uh, what trauma, whatever. Like you'll learn how to read your own body and your own energy as mm -hmm. a map to point you into alignment, back into alignment. Yep. Can confirm. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes we get knocked way the fuck out of alignment, which has been... Uh, my experience quite a few times lately. Yep. Thank you. Yes. Uh, and it's fun for me, like sometimes like to be like, well, this is like, you know, it's imagine like my leg above my head. That's not what I meant. You get what I <laughs> like your, your limbs all over the place. Yes. Like, you, you know, and you got to try to like put the puzzle back together the right way. It's mm -hmm. just like constantly being knocked in every direction, trying to find my way back to alignment, which has created mastery. Yes. Like, I've been knocked in every fucking direction many times, yes. tangled many times and have now mastered the art of detangling and finding my way back to alignment. Yeah. Sometimes it takes 30 seconds. Sometimes it takes 30 days. Yes. <laughs> but I always find my way home. Yep. That, that reminds me, like, when, when I was um, <clears throat> when I was taking Kung Fu back in the day, the, 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 there was this thing where, like, um, I never quite got to this level, but like, there was this thing that sometimes the, um, for, like, one of the tests, the students would, like, stand up on top of these, uh, basically, like, um, the, you know, those big... Um, poles that they build piers out of yeah yeah they, they would have some of those uh cut off like at very varying heights right right yeah um and, and they would stand on them on one leg right for like an extended period of time yeah it was like you know you have to like stand there on one leg for like something like like 15 minutes or something balance, yeah yeah balance and then like at some point during the during the uh balancing uh, the seafood would just like walk up and start shaking the pole. Yeah. Yeah. That's what <laughs> it like, feels like. Or like somebody throws a dodgeball at you or something and you just got to stand there. Yep. Yeah. Take it. Yep. Yes. It's just like, yep. You're good at balancing while you're standing still. Now let's see if you actually know what you're doing. Right. You know? Can you balance while there's an earthquake going on? And yes. <laughs> and I throw these dishes at you. And, yeah. You know. Yeah. Exactly. That's it, how you create mastery though. Yep. Like you, it's, it's like building a callus. 
you know, or, mm -hmm. or whatever you, you just learn. Yes. You learn through experience and you become extremely strong and resilient mm -hmm. as a result. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. boundaries are super important. Yes. Uh, and you know, just to add in there, when you're working with, <laughs> when you're working with your spirit team, or your ancestors, or whoever is helping you strengthen. They don't respect boundaries. Like, they don't give a shit if you're human. So, and I'm speaking from personal experience. Because there have been times where I'm like, God, please, just make it stop. And they're like, you're going to be so strong, though. You're doing great, sweetie. Yeah. Like, you're going to be so strong. <laughs> but it's like. You know, you, there are, but there is a limit. Like if you're, I don't know, there has been one time on this journey where I literally was like, I'm done. I can't keep doing this. I'm done. And it was, it stopped. Yeah. Like you just boundaries, yes. learn uh, which ones are for your growth and which ones you're just being a little bitch about. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's that's difficult sometimes. Uh, you know, I, I I say being a little bitch about, but like, no, this shit's hard. Yes. It's really fucking hard. And you're not being a little bitch if you're getting bombarded with constant bullshit and surviving it. Yep. You're strong as shit, period. Exactly. Not everybody can do this. Not everybody can survive it. It's mm -hmm. wild. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> anyway. But anyway, I think we're going to wrap this episode up. Rambly Boundaries. Have a great day or Bye. night. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Waterglow Podcast. You can find us at podcast.waterglow.net. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Samsung, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, pretty much anywhere where you find podcasts, we're probably there. If you want to support the show, become a patron on patreon.com slash waterglow. If you'd like to contact the show, you can email us at podcast at waterglow.net. Thank you for listening, everyone. 